Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everybody and welcome to the next Kitchen Garden podcast. It's pouring rain outside so we've decided to do what our equivalent of what most people do on the plot which is sort of going into the shed we've decided to do a come indoors and do a podcast so i'm here with emma and tony hi guys hello hi yeah and we thought we'd chat about what you can do in november apart from hiding the shed from the rain so (laughs) (laughs) have you been busy i can't say i've been very busy in the garden apart from I've, i've got rid of my tomatoes can't believe how quickly the tomato yeah. season's gone this year. Only seemed like oh, I was. I think mine's still going. Actually. Yeah, oh, show yeah. off. Yeah. I well, mean, mine were I don't very know how late. well I'll ripen, but they're still there. I've still got a few few fruits coming and, and turning colour. Oh, wow. Well, I, I think I've got most of mine picked out from the polytunnel, but these um, indigo rose ones. Have been grown Ooh. outside, and they've been black and rock hard for about months and months and months. They're finally coming to maturity, and you can tell because they start to turn from black with a bit of bit of tinge of red. They're very attractive, but because we've had no real frost, they're still they're still there. Oh, and no blight outside. Haven't, haven't no blight. Been. No, I haven't any blight. Oh. But um, I've got oh. some cherries tomatoes they've they've gone but these they, i say they they've been rock hard probably from about june onwards and uh, and now what is it now nearly november and they're, yeah. finally, they're finally edible some of some have gone over but these these and some are still rock hard but uh, I, I should have grown them? them in the polytunnel really i, I mean I, I think you know it was it, but i had some over so i thought oh, i'll put them outside and see how they do and, what do you um, think of them now you've tried them uh they're okay i mean i i'm i'm you know i do like cherry tomatoes so you know the but they're they're juicy yeah but yeah. Uh, they're, they're not as as sweet as cherries and you know, you know obviously I, I prefer those but yeah they're, they're okay okay yeah yeah i grew some in the green in the no in the polytunnel and like you say they just seem to take forever to ripen i kept trying them i thought well they're they're right they're right but they, they weren't <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, I grew that one as well. It's a black one. What I can't remember yeah. what was the name of it now. The name escapes me. It wasn't Indigo yeah. Rose. It was another one. Yeah. Black, oh, well, that's black right. One. 
Yeah. You've forgotten the name as well. But, I've forgotten the name as well. But what, it seems to, what if it's all black black tomatoes, that they are all, the skins are tough and genetically they Maybe, seem to be yeah. quite tough. And, and, the, and yeah, it's very hard to tell when they're ripe. You, you do yeah. get that bit of, an, a bit of a red redness, don't you? On yes, one, that, on, that's, on, which, that's the telltale sign, I think, that they're, yeah. they're approaching yeah. ripeness. Yeah, it but, throws uh, you a bit. I can't, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I found the skins. I found the skins tough, and just even the inside of the, mm. the really quite tough, really. Because when we grew them, was supposed to be sweeter than sun gold. That was that's no the, way, no way. Mm-hmm. No, I'd never say that at all. The moon, glow, the moon glow that I grew was lovely. The one that you oh, gave oh, yeah. some seeds off, and or oh, actually you grew a couple of plants for me. Now, I've saved some more seeds of that because that's one you can save seeds from. And I've got a couple of other ones that I can save seeds from and I'm, that I've liked. And I, and I think that's the way forward, I think, because I'm going to save, you know. Save more. You can do that, can't you, if they're yeah. not everyone's. Because yeah. we were only saying the other day, weren't we, about how expensive veg seed is now. And we've really got to double up on saving our own. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, aren't blooming tomato seeds difficult to, I mean, I... I extracted some the other day, and I know there's a way you can put them in like a jam jar of water and stuff, but no, I haven't got the no. patience for that. So I got, I just, I know I don't want too many, so I just pulled them out and then I just rubbed them between some kitchen paper. Yeah. But it's all horrible and slimy. You have to use several bits of paper before you can actually get them, yeah, get yeah. them clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really quite. <laughs> they're quite difficult to clean up, aren't they, tomato seeds? Yeah. 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 I won't do the whole put them in water and stir them for a week and then get them on the paper. And it does work, yes. but yeah, it does take oh, a while. No, you see, I did, that, I did that once and I poured them onto the paper and I left them on the windowsill and they stuck to the paper like glue. You could <laughs> not get them off. The only way you'd ever sew them would be with a little piece of kitchen paper with the seed. So you'd have to yeah, sew the seed yeah. with kitchen paper because I couldn't get them off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, yeah, it's exactly what happened to me, actually, now I think about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You almost see it, you end up sewing a stamp, don't you? Yeah, stamp. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've still got some broad beans growing. Um, these are the, so I pronounce it right, Luz, Luz, do, do, yeah. Luz, oh, yeah. Do, I know the one. <laughs> but, but the ones I can't say, anyway. Um, autumn Light, I believe they're called in, in English, but... Um, uh, they were they were doing all right till we've had all this rain. They're, they're flat, you know, because you you sow them in August and then they they mature by November. And um, we've got some bean pods and so on. But that blasted rain the other day has kind of flattened them. You know that torrential oh, rain we had yeah. for well, you know all about it, Emma, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> all that rain we had. <laughs> yes, I got a little bit, little so bit wet. Uh, I mean, I've got to go out and pick some, but. Um, yeah, it was a shame, really, because they were doing quite well. Don't usually pick. Um, so have um, the plants fall, fallen over then? Is that what you mean? The yeah, they were quite close yeah. together, but um, you know, I probably could have supported them better. But I thought they were well. Took me by surprise, really. I was away, so when I came back, the rain had kind of you know bashed them all over the place. But they were they flowered quite quite nicely, and um, I thought, oh, I'll have some nice broad beans in in november which i will have but not quite as many as i was hoping oh. but you know they are you know if you sow in august which you don't normally do for broad beans and you no, get them for november that's it's quite, quite maturing, a good variety isn't it? yeah yeah, yeah quite good yeah 
Yeah, I um, suppose that brings us on to one of our November jobs. I mean, will you be sowing well, some? Sow some now, yeah. Yeah. Sow yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's um, I have done in the past sown broad beans, and sometimes they've done really well. But I think last year the the cold weather just really really killed them off, and I know they're pretty hardy. And even the ones in the polytunnel didn't do that well. So this year I just did them in spring and they, they were fine. So I'm probably just going to do spring sowing. But, um, you know, it, it depends, doesn't it? Sometimes on the, you know, it depends yeah. on the weather in the winter, doesn't it? Bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was working on the theory that if I sow some in the autumn in the polytunnel, yeah. by watering them regularly, I'd keep the soil in the polytunnel nice and moist rather than oh, yeah. drying out and yeah gets a bit like a dust bowl if i don't grow anything and then yeah i can't re-wet it again in the spring yeah yeah, yeah it's quite difficult so i thought for, for no other reason i'll stick some in and see you know mm. just to keep the, the soil yeah. busy if you like i suppose in the polytunnel yeah. um so in a few lettuces um yeah a little uh you know which are just through so i'll be able to plant those um well last year i planted them end of october yeah beginning of november they just sat sat there didn't, didn't grow very much um but then come the spring they were they were quite good mm. so some hardy lettuces so i should be growing those this this um this november and again that in the polytunnel just keeps the soil ticking over and doing something and keep an excuse to water it yeah. Let's do that. I mean, you saying that last year, um, come I think it was springtime. The previous year, I'd just grown tomatoes in self-watering pots, so the soil in the polytunnel didn't have any real water landing on it. And when I came to plant it in the springtime, it was absolutely rock hard. I had to get a pickaxe <laughs> to break it up. <laughs> it was that hard. I couldn't believe it. You need yeah. a polytunnel that will fold back, don't you? That you can, yeah. you know, yeah. motor oh, yes. so you can get, get the, the rain rains. get to it. Yeah. yeah, leave it for the winter, then it, you know, pull it back up again. Yeah, true. If any well, polytunnel be... companies are listening, that's my idea, <laughs> and you owe me a fortune. <laughs> you could just do it putting like sort of guttering on it along the side, couldn't you? Just feeding it into the into the polytunnel soil, mm. really, just yeah. for yeah. winter. Yeah, that's right. But, but, trickle hose or something drip yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Right. just to keep emptying the yeah. water but onto idea. it all the time well yeah 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 well you are the garlic king tony you've got a very nice feature in the november issue if you don't know oh. what i'm saying right how much so are you yeah, I've got a couple. I'm do, I usually plant um, some garlic each year. I just I just like growing it. Um, so I've got some a new variety called. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's either Garcua or Garcua. It's probably Garcua. You do like to pick varieties you can't pronounce, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, um, and Lautrec, that, I think that's about more or less right. One's a soft uh, neck and one's a hard neck. So. Yeah, I usually grow enough just to keep us through the summer and a bit of the winter. Sorry, most of the autumn and the winter. Sorry, no, start again. Summer and autumn and some over the winter as well. So I've got two, but they, these are starting to sprout already. So I think I need to get them in the ground soon. But it's so wet, isn't it? So soggy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'd be better putting them in pots, would you? Yeah, do that? could do. Yeah. It stays too wet. 
yeah. Where do you normally do you normally put them outside? Don't put them in the grow them in a polytunnel. No, I've, I've usually just sow them, grow them outside. And they've they've right. been usually yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, they seem to, uh, you know, they like it a bit cold, don't they? So it's fine usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've done done pretty well with chilies this year. So I've, I've oh, spent yes. a bit of time. And and if you're just listening to the audio on this, this won't do you any good at all. But I've got a bag of chilies here, and I've been I've tried drying them this year. I put them in a oh, have you? yeah, um, in the what do you call it? And the word has disappeared. But uh, the thing that you dry things in. Um, Dehydrator. Dehydrator. Dehydrator, that's the thing. Thank <laughs> you very much. It's me age, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the dryy thing. And they, they've dried out quite well. So I've got quite a nice bag of chilli, so I'm going to waz those up, as Jamie Oliver might say. I don't know, maybe he wouldn't. Um, I'll make some chilli flakes out of them. Yeah, what oh, variety are they, Steve? Oh, these are a, a real mixture. They're a real mixture. Oh, In fact, these, mm. these ones... Um, the like ones that, that we I, I saved the seeds from, so I'm not entirely sure now. They're kind they of look, uh, quite big like, and, and yeah. uh, chocolatey coloured. Yeah, so those of you with with vision, with the vision yeah. on, you might be able to see it. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've actually no idea what variety they are, but um, they're not very hot. They're just sort of a medium, medium heat. But I'm hoping they'll make some nice chilli flakes. But I uh, still haven't planted my onions. My onions are still oh, in bags, oh, yeah. which is absolute disgrace, isn't it, really? I mm. must get out. And... I'm growing mine in pots this year, my onions. Oh, right. OK. What, starting, starting them off in, in pots or putting them in a big pot and putting several in one big pot? Mm. Several in one big pot. Because what I've done is I've saved my um, pots that I grew my cucumbers in this year. So they're quite, quite they're, mm. they're not buckets, but they're those pots where you get a handle on each side. They were meant for like shrubs, really, I suppose. Yeah. So they're quite big. Um, yeah. And I grew cucumbers in those this year. And um, I'm going to grow uh, and a few other things. What else did I grow? Oh, I'll grow a few, some potatoes in one as well. And I saved this rather than throw it away. I've saved the compost mm. and I'm going to freshen it up a bit, put a little bit of fertilizer in it and then put my onions on top. Mm. But, mm. Give that a go. Got some red ones as well. Good old, uh, old, old electric. Yeah, I've got some, I'll put some of those in actually electric. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got those to do. And I've got a little, well, while we're here, a little bird. <laughs> it's not a bird's eye chili. It's one called, I don't know if you can see, it's a little tiny red chili. Mm. Oh, that's it's nice. Called Tepin. What's it called? Tepin. Apparently tepin. it's. It's about as close as you can get to a wild chili. Yeah. No, it's supposed to be quite it's got, quite the hot. The branches are quite strong, aren't they? And it's uh, it's a yeah. chirpy little thing, isn't it? It's it is, very upright. Yeah. Little red yeah. berries with a few green. Yeah. Nice. I'll try cutting it back and seeing if it'll overwinter. Mm. I've just noticed it's got plenty of green fly, but it doesn't seem yeah. to be. <laughs> it's, it's hard overwintering them, isn't it? Yeah. Like you do yeah. get covered in green yeah. fly and, and yeah. just. Have you ever managed it, Tony? Because I think you've tried, haven't you? I've but... tried. I'm not very good. I've yeah. tried. I think I might I wrote, have got I... one through the winter. But you're right. You get a load yeah. of green fly and yeah, yeah. yeah. instinct is to... fresh. I think, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Really, the instinct is to cut them back, and then they just seem to die back. Get That's it. Yeah. Us, don't they? Probably just not got any warm enough. I suppose if you were 
had a nice heated greenhouse through the winter, you'd be all right, wouldn't you? Yeah, but, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe in a conservatory, you'd perhaps get away with it and all slightly heated. Yeah, yeah, might do. Yeah, yeah. Have you yeah, got any plans over autumn, winter, um, Emma, with your big patch? Oh, I've, I've, because I've got a fairly new patch. I've really just spent, mm. haven't done a lot on the actual ground outside, but I've, I've mm. sort of clicked, the, the ground's a bit clear now. I'm trying to create the beds, but mm. I discovered that underneath the, the end of it, quite a large piece of the end of it. Has actually got hardcore underneath. I think the drive mm. extends underneath further uh, than I thought, and it's all been yeah. covered over by a bit of soil. So there's about, mm. oh, about, I don't know, three or four, four inches of soil only, and then it goes down to hardcore. So mm. I thought that end, what I might do is just pile. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Loads of um, manure on it and just kind of create beds, higher beds. Mm. It's almost like lazy beds. So at least yeah. they've got a bit of depth to them. Yeah. And then I could try and just grow shallow stuff there perhaps. <laughs> in that that area mm. and then when you get further in um i'll keep put some paths across and then once get beyond that bit I'll, I'll it's deeper i can mm. then put put other stuff in there so i'm just gonna have to work with what i've got i think you have to work mm. with what you've got don't you, you? Do, yeah that's yeah. true yeah and are you, uh, so that, are, are, that's my plan. Are, you, are you gonna do no dig or yeah i think dig. so i'm gonna literally yeah. I've sort of it has actually been sort of cleared, but I, I think well, so no, no, actually no, no, that's not true. I'm not going to do no. I am going to do no dig, but I'm going to do dig first. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, but basically, it's absolutely covered in nettles. So, uh, yeah. um, I'm, I'm going to, I am systematically going to go over it and dig out the nettle as much nettle mm. root as I can. Mm. 
Mm. And then I'm going to pile up the pile it up with some manure and stuff. Yeah. And hopefully from then on it will be no dig. But I, you know, you, and also I, I'd be quite good to put. You could put cardboard on it, but mm. I, I, you know, and start from. But I haven't got enough cardboard, and mm. you need a lot of cardboard when you're doing that sort of thing. Don't no, you, you stop. Do. That's true. Um, yeah. So I think it's kind of a bit of both, really. So yeah. I say probably yeah. dig it first to clear it, and then start to do it as a no dig going forward maybe sort of yeah it's a bit of an adaption yeah <laughs> well like you say you have to have to work with what you've got don't you and yeah do and the you best have to, you can with what you've got i mean you know there, there, there's no rule is there for one thing oh you know you must do it this way you must do it that way you can you know you can you can mess try different things and see what works can't you and yeah. Some things yeah. will and some things won't, and then and adapt as you go, really. Because yeah. until you, when you when you take on a new plot or you do start a new plot, you, you've got no idea how it's going to respond in terms of no. growing what what you can grow and all the rest of it. So it's all a learning curve, isn't it? Really, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah. I suppose that would be an ideal place for raised beds, wouldn't it? But then, then you've yeah, got the I mean that's the other option is putting raised beds on it. But you know, I a I I don't want to fork out a fortune for raised beds. Mm. And but I will be doing raised beds if you like. But I'm just going to mound up the soil, so it's kind yeah, of almost yeah. a bit like without the wooden like surrounds, without yeah. the wooden sides. Yeah, well, I don't yeah, call yeah. them French beds. So mm. it, because you know it's expensive when you're trying mm. to, you know, especially these at the moment, wood is very expensive, isn't it? Yeah. And and yeah. um. You know, to actually make raised beds, and then you've actually got to fill them. Um, so I think um, probably I'll just mount it up. And I've got, because I've got ponies, I've got loads of manure. Yeah, that's so handy. I can pile that on as well. So, um, yeah, should work, hopefully. Mm. <laughs> we'll get it again. Got some fruit trees on your new plot as well, Ems. Yeah, but they're very, very old um and one or two there's one that's fallen an apple tree that's sort of fallen over and um they, they didn't fruit very well i think you might i mean it might be that they fruit they'd gone into biennial bearing so that they might fruit better next year and didn't fruit very well this year um but i've got plum there's a plum i don't know what it might be a victoria um that was nice there were quite a few on the plums on that um but i think I want to plant some more trees this year. That's something else this winter. Be nice to plant some fresh stock. Yeah, perfect um, time to do it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah the winter. So yeah, that's the plan for that. And and also it'd be quite nice because there's a sort of you know reasonable size area. I could perhaps underplant with some other fruit bushes and make a bit more of a forest garden like thing. Uh, so make it yeah. quite informal. So I might just try that as an experiment. That's um, really nice, yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Lots of plans. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's nice, be... nice having a kind of blank canvas, though, isn't it? More. I mean, I know it's. Yeah, know, there's a stru- the structure there, but you're right. Yeah. There's still a bit of a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Mm. So uh, yeah, lots to do. I mean, it's quite yeah. good having the winter because winter's good for kind of prep, isn't it? It's good yeah, for yeah. structure. It's good for getting uh, things, yeah, yeah, or, kind of yeah. planning, getting the structure right, getting it ready. 
Um, I mean, for example, like the veg patch, again, I'm going to have to put rabbit fencing around it because there's lots of rabbits. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to put a rabbit fence once I've sorted it out, put a rabbit fence around. Um, so, yeah, that's one. That's another thing to do. So I need to de- get all that done before sort of March time. Mm. So, uh, yeah. 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 Should be good. I should be soon uh, soon be raking all the leaves again. The autumn autumn leaves. Yeah, it's starting all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything's turning now, isn't it? Starting to get the autumn colour. So it won't be long before they're falling. But there's a big debate now, isn't there, about whether whether you should rake them up or whether you should leave them for the wildlife. So I mean two mines now. Mm. Although I do oh, want no. a leaf mould to put in my potting compost. So mm. I must admit well, it was a few a couple of years ago I left some on the border from a hazel that I've got. Um and I've actually found a hedgehog in it. So mm. when I've been got a bit disturbed, there was a hedgehog sleeping in it and I had to cover him up again quickly. So I suppose there is something in leaving them for for wildlife. Yeah. Right into the borders as well, I suppose, feeds the the borders but mm. um i should be raking a lot of them up to make compost with i think i suppose you i suppose you could argue that just rake rake them off paths and things couldn't you or just rake them off certain areas and leave the rest or even put piles of them under the hedges so that hedgehogs can get in under them yeah. um so sort of you almost almost sort of kind of make creating a bit of a habitat but i mean it's like everything in it? its moderation i suppose isn't mm. it mm. Leave yeah. some for the wildlife yeah. and then have yeah. some for yourself, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to get them off the lawn, really, don't you? Because it well, sort of, yeah. sort of kills your lawn. But, um, yeah. Mow them up and then you've got them shredded, haven't you? That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I love leaf mould, so I do, I do tend to collect. In fact, I collect mm. everyone else's as well. So uh, <laughs> if anyone's got any what, leaves... What, in the neighbourhood, you mean? Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> good stuff, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, stuff. it is. Yeah, you've got to yeah. be patient, haven't you, with it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Leave it for a year or two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a relative who lives in a place where they've got lots of street trees, and they they go around and get they get collected um, every now and again. So uh, they bring me bags full of leaves sometimes. So that all goes in the leaf bin. Mm. Nothing wasted. No. have you got have you got a a sort of like a chicken mesh wire um yeah yeah the sort of typical four posts and some chicken wire but it works really well it's nothing Mm. nothing beating it yet so do 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 you just i mean you just have the one and then you just keep piling it on and piling it on every year and then maybe after a couple of years you just dig up dig out the bottom Oh, no, I've got the works, me. I've got two. I've oh. got two next to each other, you see. Oh. So oh. one's rotting while the other one, and it's amazing because it's about four foot high, I suppose, the, the netting. And yeah. and uh, it's, you know, overflowing when I fill it. But by the next year, it's only six inches, perhaps, mm. of leaves Gosh. in the bottom. Um, well, within a couple of years. It doesn't take and long, though. Do you tend to use it after the first year or do you, do you try and leave it a bit longer? I'll leave it a bit longer, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I find actually after t- perhaps even two years, you can rake down and find just a sort th- of thin layer of really nice leaf mould. Mm, crumbly. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. 
so yeah to alternate the bins and it, that works quite well um but i suppose if you haven't got all that you can just put them on the compost can't you in in you know smaller amounts just yeah. now and again yeah. put i mean some leaves i haven't there. haven't got that many leaves really in the garden so I, I, that's why i say i just mow them and put the grass cuttings and the the shredded leaves into the compost yeah it in. works really well doesn't it there you go grass clippings get them rotting down and yeah yeah really good yeah yes so what else have we got i've got a um i'll spit well I've, have you ever tried growing mushrooms we've got a little bit in the magazine and, and jobs about growing uh, yeah mushrooms. Did, did a kit I've once done. i had but, a kit once yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah how did you get on i've i've, I've not cracked it so yeah, it's going to be yeah, on my christmas me, list yeah. this year yeah it worked yeah, well that's all right yeah. I think they were oyster ones I had, yeah. Yeah, they do say they're, they're a good one to start with, don't they? Mm. I tried the whole drilling logs thing and yeah. the, the inoculated dowling and all that. But I, I, I think didn't get it right with the logs. I think they've got to be really fresh, haven't they? So it's have probably they, all right yeah, if yeah. you know a tree mm. surgeon or something. But um, mine were a little bit old and I don't think it, maybe that's why it didn't work so well. Um, but I, I noticed we've, we've got a feature coming up um, on Q's kitchen garden and they're doing a lot more mushrooms in there now. Um, they've got a re- they've just renovated their kitchen garden and they've got an area for for mushrooms. And they say it's a good thing to, to grow under trees and other places where, you, you know, you can't really grow much else. Um, get some logs and put the dowling in, inoculate them with the um, you can buy those yeah. online, can't you? The dowling that's already got the fungal mycelium in it mm-hmm. yeah. um, or drill holes and, and drop um, grain that's been inoculated with the with the fungus mm. yeah thing oh. to try so oh well I better give it another go because it looks like I'm the only one who hasn't been able to really get them started I must admit one of my kits that was um, just ordinary mushrooms and you had to you had to wet it and then put it in an airing cupboard or somewhere like that and <laughs> And, and let them grow in the dark and, and of course I just forgot so forgot to keep watering them forgot they were even there so that's why I came back no. <laughs> there was like this little cube of dried up compost with must dry harder <laughs> oh. <laughs> grow all sorts now currently online you get all sorts of uh, very fancy ones so um, yeah must yeah. give it another go I'll have to have a look I haven't, I haven't looked for a long time but um, they are, you feel quite a sense of achievement, especially with mushrooms when they, they suddenly appear. Because you get these yeah. kits, don't you? And you think, mm, and then the next thing, oh, oh look, proper oyster mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm always a bit nervous. So, yeah, you need something distinctive like an oyster mushroom because I always worry mm. about getting other mushrooms in amongst them and wondering what they are <laughs> and should I eat them? And, <laughs> and <by> starting <laughs> seeing things. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> um, i suppose there's a few other things you can do this time of year the old hardy salads and things again just on the windowsill for for leaves if you want a few leaves to pick over the in the next few yeah. months so yeah. i might be doing that i've got plenty of old we, we say it every year i know but it's really it's really worthwhile isn't it if you've got any old seed packets go through them and sow some of them for the windowsill have some nice fresh salads yeah. into the winter. So we'll do that as well. That's quite a lot to be getting on with, really, I suppose. 
Yeah, yeah give the old compost a good turn. Yes. Throw all the kitchen yeah. waste into it. It's it's amazing at the end, you know, when you, you sort of look at the bottom of your compost and, you know, come the spring, you think, oh, I've got all this lovely stuff. And all I've been doing is chucking, you know, kitchen veg waste in there and, you know, yes. a few old pots yeah. Yeah. of compost and a few grass cuttings. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's the way to go, really, I think, you know. Ultimate recycling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I haven't got any ponies like Emma, so I haven't got uh, an endless supply manure. So my garden compost is, well, is my, sure, my substitute, I'm sure, really. I'm sure she could bag a few up for us, Steve. Oh, you know, yeah. I've got plenty, plenty of manure. Um, you know, <laughs> put, it in a, put it in a boot and, you know, we, we'll, lift, we'll lift it out of the boot. No huge, problem. huge heap. Huge heap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm envious. Already. I'd love a heap. In like fact, that. I've got a lot of mushrooms growing on it right now, but I wouldn't <laughs> want to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll hold you to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you, how much for a delivery? Yeah. If you don't, don't mind bringing it around and shoveling oh, it down there word. as well. <laughs> Full service. You have to come and collect, and dig it oh. in, put it, put it in your own bags. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it must be a bit wet at the moment. I should think. Yeah. Have to let it dry soggy. up a little bit. A bit soggy. Everything's a bit yeah. soggy at the minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. oh well, well, there's plenty to be going on with there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. there is. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Oh, well, Good to chat. Good to chat again, folks. It hasn't stopped raining, so um, I won't be rushing out just yet. I'm going to wait and give it a little while before I go out there again. Although I have got my greenhouse and the the polytunnel to to wash. There's no excuse there. I can be inside and do that. So I might have to just get on with that until it stops raining. Thanks very much for listening, folks. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, then please follow us. Um, Also, let us know what you're doing at this time of year out in the garden. Thanks for joining us. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.